This is my this is my opinion, and it's only my opinion, but I trust myself. Okay, Jules Suvide. Jules Suvide helps you make easy weeknight meals and delicious holiday dinners without stress or guesswork. Cooking with Jules is hands free, so you can relax while Jules takes care of dinner for you. To get yours, visit chefsteps.com/jewel and use the code TTCA to get fifteen dollars off for a limited time. That's chefsteps.com/j-o-u-l-e and the code, of course, TTCA. Uh, you do those things, you're going to get Jewel. Perfect food every single time. Uh, well, I'm John Moltz, and I have both uh, stress and guesswork. I'm Lex Friedman. I have a headache. <laughs> <laughs> I'm John Armstrong. Moltz. I'm just ready. I'm actually excited for, for the coming holiday season. And also the holiday season we've had recently with other faiths. Hey, welcome to turning this car around. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I'm very excited about holiday seasons that have passed away. So uh, last night we were at uh, Liam's piano recital, and oh. the woman had a very similar intro. She's like, you know, everybody here's gonna do one song, and then their second song will be a, a holiday song to get you ready for the holiday season, or to for some of us to get you ready for the holiday season that just ended. Get ready. Mm-hmm. And she repeats it. She realizes it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. To get ready for the holiday season that just, mm-hmm. well, here we are. And <laughs> no Jew gives a shit. I want to be clear. We Jews do not care. We will quietly mock you for saying it's the coming holiday season when our holiday season has already concluded, but we still get how the calendar works. We're not offended. We're not hurt. Give us our moment of mirth at your expense and then we'll move on. It's fine. It's fine. But it's, uh, it's fine. Yeah. I will say Liam crushed his piano recital and I didn't know if I was sitting there proud dadding it too much. Like, is it just like dad goggles? And then they made like two jokes about the fact, well, there's everybody. And then there's Liam. And I was like, Oh, okay. So he is good, (laughs) 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 but he, uh, he really crushes it and he feels it so much when you can see, and I know John, your kids play Armstrong, your kids play. Yeah. And when you, when you watch him and he's in the moment and he is feeling the music and he is feeling the audience is with him and he is just rock. He he played a green day song, uh, 21 guns. And then uh, later he played the nutcracker suite, but just when he's feeling it and vibing on, it's like he's one with the keyboard and it is a sight to see. It's a sight to see. That's, um, I think that's, that's, uh, we, we went to, um, like an end of term, um cabaret is what they called it. It was kind of funny. It's the it's the like after school middle school that um Liz's oldest goes to and they they did some musical numbers and like they wrote little sketch you know sketches and performed songs from different things. And you know it wasn't the greatest thing ever, but it wasn't as bad as we were told it was going to be by participants in this house. And it was nice. It was really nice. And anytime I watch her perform, this is oldest and, and really her youngest too, they're performers and, and they're natural on stage. And they just beam like you, you know, and yes, there's some goggles, right? It's like, I love these kids, but <laughs> they're doing it like they're into it. And whether or not they hit the right notes, you almost don't even care because they're, you just know they are feeling it and it's awesome. And I would say the same thing for my girls. When I watch them play, when you feel it, man, when you see them into it, like there's a a movement, like a little body move they do or a little gesture or a little head thing or whatever. It could be tiny, but you know it because you've been there yourself and you're like, yes, they get it. Yes. 
You don't yes. care about the notes, right? You're just like, they get this. They get what it's about. It's about rock and roll. Uh, should never do rock and out. Yeah. Rock and, and both rock and roll. Oh, yeah, 100%. You, you're yeah. not going to do the rock without the roll, is my feeling. Mm. It's, it's just, I, I know it's controversial, but if you're not going to roll, then I don't care to see you rock. Mm. That's a strong statement. I think next recital he's going to play. It's been a while, twice. That's the plan. <laughs> Your ongoing bet is winning right it's now. Be Whatever bet you made is, is you're winning that bet. Hmm. It's a been a while bet. <laughs> so, uh, kids and hey, holidays, John. huh? How are you doing? <laughs> Fine. Mm-hmm. It's cold here, man. Snow. And Hank was H- Hank was home yesterday, sick. So, oh, man. well, we had a good day. We had a good day. Like he, uh, we sat around because I had to. I, I have another podcast uh, that I do um, where right. I uh, <laughs> talk about a stupid TV show, and uh, and um, so I had to watch that show. And so we we decided to watch like a bunch of them together. That was it was nice. We just the two of us sat on the couch. I took notes, and he just enjoyed the show and asked me questions about it. Who's this guy? <laughs> what did that guy say when I said, "Who's that guy?" Who's, who's the woman with the three boobs? <laughs> <laughs> that was an actual question that came up because we we started watching Legends of Tomorrow and in Legends of Tomorrow there's a what there's a fantasy there's a, a woman appears um because of a magical book and um she has mm-hmm. three breasts um that's obviously a a a uh what you call it reference right um oh shit what's the source of yeah what is that Total I know. Recall? I, oh, uh, thank you. Um, total recall. The, <laughs> total recall. Yeah, right. <laughs> Semi total recall. If I had total recall, I would have known. Mm-hmm. Well, if I come up with a thing, I'll keep you abreast. <laughs> Just one when there are three. <laughs> well, if you average it, <laughs> nope, that wouldn't work. I'm having inappropriate imagery right now. Um, that. Yeah, I'm gonna. You know what? I, we're not gonna go there. I'm not gonna explore that at all. I'd like no, to, but not I'm not going that. to. Yeah. Now, I I do I do want to say, mm. if you're teaching your kids about math and averages, it is worth pointing out to them, like, hey, the average human has half a penis. Um, so I'm just saying that's how averages work. <laughs> mm, I'd say it's a little <laughs> under half, actually. I think that works. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's a higher population of people without penises as a, as a learning oh, as a learning tool, though. Yeah, that's what I call it. You're saying it's okay to so round. To it's okay to round up. Oh man, what's the what's the what's the penis mean? Uh, exactly, I ask that every day. Sometimes crying. I like to know the mean, the mode. I like all of it. Yeah, standard deviation. I am deep <laughs> up to my elbows in standard I don't deviation want to right standard now. Deviation. <laughs> yeah, the problem with standard deviation is you abbreviated STD, and like that's enough. That's, that's enough. enough. Nah, that's enough. That's enough right there. This is the content that our listeners are tuning in for, though. They do. Mm-hmm. You know what? I have to say this. I am like professionally. I'm. I'm actually trying to do visual design with data, and it's like. I'm so into the number part of it that I I'm like missing the big picture because I'm like, I found this software that's amazing and I'm like, I'm like dr- drowning basically. 
And mm. one of the things that you can do with this software is really cool is you can say, oh, I want to see the mean, the average, standard deviation, you know, whatever. You can do all the crazy statistical math and it just, you just, it's a drop down and then it does the math for you, which is great because I suck at statistics, which is awesome for my career as a UX <laughs> person. However, um, that's the a lesson tough class, there, though. The statistics, I there, find statistics to be very hard. Yeah. yeah. I changed my major because of uh, statistics. I, uh, it's funny that you say that I, math was always my uh, toughest subject. I really, I had to work very hard at math in a way that I felt I didn't have to work hard in some other subjects. And, uh, even with all the work I put in, I was never great. I was only ever okay. Um, my, uh, I have a sister who was like a math major at Harvard, literally, literally, and she was pretty good at math and I never was. And then the year I was supposed to have to take calculus. They said, we're also offering AP statistics for the first time. So you can take that instead. If oh, you prefer. God. I was like, all right, I'll do that. And I took the oh. AP statistics class and it was the only math class in my entire life that I ever liked and did well at. Cause it felt like words version of math. It felt like, uh, it felt like writing math mm. and I was so into it. It was the best, the mm. best. I like stats. I got a five on the AP stats exam. Let's put, putting it out there. Jeez. That's the best you can do. How, how did that help you in later in life? I didn't have to take math in college, <laughs> so it helped a ton. It really helped. Yep. Guaranteed. Big fan. Okay. Uh, I got a video sent to me by Marlo's mom. We're going to just completely non sequitur this thing. Back to kids. So Marlo, when I was in Utah last, and I don't know if I mentioned it here. So if I did, I apologize. I, we, we went to 7-Eleven to pick up something and Marlo was with me and she saw this like hat that's basically an alpaca head and then the the side like it's furry it's like fake fur it's not like a you know it's a cartoon alpaca alpaca. it's a cartoon alpaca right and she apparently has not taken that thing off since purchase (laughs) and it smells a little bit now uh yeah um she has good hygiene but but like so she had to do a presentation in class. Like, <laughs> like this year is the presentation year that every month they, they, at the school they do in this grade, they do a fourth grade, fourth graders do a, like, I don't know, maybe five times this year or six times this year, they will do a, um, a stand up in front of the class oral presentation with, you know, they'll do like a, a computer hooked up to a screen or they'll make boards. And Marlo, Marlo did hers and she did it wearing the alpaca hat. The hat was like $8. It was so cheap. And I almost, you know, wasn't going to get it. And then she kept asking and I'm like, she must really want this. And you know what? It's eight bucks. That's two coffees. I'm getting it. I'm doing it. Lita's son. She's like, oh, you caved? You caved on that hat, dad? I kind of did. I kind of did. <laughs> and, and she loves it, by the way. She's definitely got more than $8 worth of enjoyment. Are you kidding? Yes. Yeah, really. So worth it. And sp- speaking of alpaca, mm-hmm. if I'm going on a trip, you know what I like to do? Alpaca. Alpaca, alpaca. suitcase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this holiday season, my friends, Away has the perfect gift for everyone on your list after you've gotten them your alpaca-themed hat. Away creates thoughtful standards for modern travel with universal pieces that reflect your personal travel style and make every trip more seamless. They've considered all types of travelers in making their carry-on bags, which are available in two different sizes, and they come with an optional ejectable battery that charges your phone up to five times. I, I travel all the time for work, and the thing I worry about is the battery life on my phone. 
And right now, pre-away luggage, you'd have to carry chargers with you or you'd have to fight the the other airport weary travelers for those like little circles that have charging plug thingies in them that everybody's like standing awkwardly at so they can all be plugged in. It's horrible. But this thing charges your your, your suitcase can charge your phone up to five times. Plus, they feature four 360 degree spinner wheels. Some suitcases only have one or two wheels. That's no good. Four 360 degree spinner wheels, a removable washable laundry bag, a TSA approved combination lock and an interior compression system that lets you pack more. Shop the Away carry-ons in Away's signature German polycarbonate or aluminum alloy. Both are guaranteed for life. Uh, so I, I love the charging. What do you love about it, Armstrong? I believe you have an Away suitcase. Okay, one, its overall weight is super light, even with the battery. It's so light if you have nothing in it, which it kind of is weird, but because when you pack, you want to take things with you. But the point <laughs> is, is that the suitcase doesn't add a lot of weight to your overall weight. It's so amazing. I, it's one of those. I know. I don't know if that's in the copy or is what I'm supposed to talk about, but it's one of the Depression. things. Also, the the battery is. It's a nice thing to have, like a dedicated. Okay, we're all done charging. We're getting on the plane now, everybody. Boop boop. You, you click it in, and it's locked in, and boom, good to go. Now, I love it. You could go to awaytravel.com and say, "I'm just going to buy one." You could do that. My recommendation is is don't do that. To get twenty dollars off a suitcase, go to awaytravel.com slash TTCA and use that promo code mm. TTCA during checkout. You do that, awaytravel.com slash TTCA and use promo code TTCA during checkout, you get twenty dollars off a suitcase because this season everyone wants to get away. Whoever came up with that, boom, tell it. <laughs> I dig it. You are my kind of person. Get away from your family. <laughs> awaytravel.com slash <laughs> Just hop on a plane and go someplace. Okay, are you guys taking your kids to see uh, Mary Poppins? No. Okay, <laughs> Lux? Uh, I, I'm sure we will see it. I don't intend to see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, Karen showed Hank the original years ago, um, and he, you know, he seemed to enjoy it at the time. He, it was not a movie that he rewatched. Um, he had a number of movies that he would rewatch incessantly. The Winnie the Pooh movie, when he was little, he would rewatch like crazy and, um, the Muppet movie and Finding Nemo. Um, but that one he, he sat through, but did not, um, did not revisit. And I had never really seen the whole thing before, uh, that viewing and was just simply appalled. (laughs) You didn't like finding Nemo? (laughs) No, I love finding Nemo. I'm saying I did not like Mary Poppins. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I misunderstood. (laughs) Particularly because of, um, Dick Van Dyke's horrible, horrible British accent. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And I guess he's in this movie. He's in this new movie. What? Yeah. Dude's still alive. What? Yeah. He's 900 years old. Wow. I mean, that's some technology right there just to get him on screen. Did he, did he, does he have an accent? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not even sure if he's playing the same character. Or if it's like, like a cameo. Kind of I want to look, I want to look him up and see um, exactly how old he is. Uh, yeah. Uh based on reviews, on, if we can if we can make it, I think Into the Spider-Verse is going to be our family movie this year. That looks terrific. He's 93. So he's not a, he's not 100 yet, but he's 93. Okay. Um He's not more machine than man, right? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you actually. I actually I honestly don't know. Lex, do you know? 
I do not. I I'm not nothing. leaving this goddamn podcast until someone tells me if Dick Van Dyke is more robot than man. <laughs> so I'll wait. He might be on a, on a yeah, while because I'm not sure fine. anybody really knows the answer to that. Well, anyway, I'm kidding. Lex, don't get don't get all worked up, Lex. No, no, he's. I'm I guess he plays. Well, he he was he played two roles in Mary Poppins, the original Mary Poppins. Is that? Because it says know. Mary Poppins in in his on the IMDb page for Dick Van Dyke. It's under Mary Poppins. It says Bert slash Mister Dawes Senior. Hmm. Um. Anyway. I I'm not in. A, I'm um, not big and, on the but canon. He does, I don't and, know. But he plays Mister Dawes in the new one. Oh man, then. I hope he just has a walk on, <clears throat> like he just walks past and oh my god, that's Dick Van Dyke, and then that's it. <laughs> it doesn't say anything because that accent is horrifying. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Lin Manuel Miranda's in this movie. Honestly, okay, so I was I was holding back, and now I'm not going to hold back. Okay. Lin Manuel Miranda is my problem with it. <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda is the reason I'm less excited with it. <laughs> I, know. I know this is controversial. I'm, I think he's a genius. I love him. I love Hamilton. Big fan. I think he is freaking fantastic. You know who else thinks these things? Lynn Manuel Miranda and I have a problem <laughs> with uh, and it's, it's uh, far be for me to say that uh, talented people can't have egos. You're welcome, America. But I'm looking <laughs> at him and every interaction I see him in where he does the oh shucks, I don't know why I'm so fucking talented. Mm-hmm. I just I just need him to be like punched one time and I'm not a violent person. I'm not actually <laughs> encouraging you to punch Lynn Manuel Miranda. If I met him, I would hug him, shake his hand, take a selfie, all those things. I love him. I think he's fantastic. I just, something about him always hits my this guy would be a you know tough to hang out with kind of person and so it's like I'll watch Tom Hanks mm-hmm. in anything because that guy looks like he'd be fun to hang out with but Lynn I just mm-hmm. I just don't know I just don't know hmm. his drunk history is pretty good though have you seen Lynn Man- I, with a, I have not with seen that. That? I've never seen drunk history and I have I've never seen it that was my Scott, uh, my Ant Man impersonation when he grows really big in one of the movies. Um, Lex, you are doing yourself a massive disservice by not watching Drunk History alone first, and then with kids oh, where I'm appropriate. Sure <laughs> are there ones where? Well, I guess probably no, no. But uh, yeah. your, it depends. As your kid gets older, then yes. But yeah, right. Um, but he's in the Hamilton one. And he gets pretty lit. <laughs> he is, he's very drunk. Which I guess is the idea. Mm-hmm. And, and you can see he's very passionate about Hamilton, but he, he didn't come, he didn't strike me as like, you know, egotistic or full of himself. Okay. Listen, I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. He did have like, I feel like one of the massivest moments for a person who nobody knew of and then everybody knew of. And like only the only thing people could say about it was genius, genius, genius. Right. And which he was. And he got the genius grant, which I see in every freaking description of him. And it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I, I'm, I sh- I'm sure I'm being unfair, but I'm also being honest. And I was, it pains me to say it because I think he is fantastic. Um, listen, he got a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And who did the speech about it beforehand? Weird Al Yankovic. Like he's clearly right in my swim lane and I do find him amazing. Yes, he's in your swim. He's also in your gym changing room apparently too. I mean, if you're in the same yeah. swim lane, you're you're changing together. I'm just saying. Oh, got it. That's true. That's true. I'm saying if you wanted, what, what I'm saying is, together. if you wanted to kiss him, you could huh. in the in the locker room. Lex, this podcast took a weird turn. Yeah, I'm just yeah, look. I'm trying to just keep it real. I think I'm just saying what we're all thinking. Okay. All right. Fine. 
Angela Lansbury also in this movie. <laughs> speaking that is amazing. Speaking of people you want to kiss. <laughs> and listen, um, there was a she's time. Also, she's also 93. Yeah. There was a time I would have, you know. Mm. Oh my God. Is, she, uh, is it Gaslight? Is she in Gaslight? What? As a, like, a, like an 18 year old or something like that. Um, it's Are we going down a rabbit hole right scrolling, now? Scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, her first movie, Gaslight, 1944. Um, she is she is saucy in that movie. Mm-hmm. She's, she's like she plays vibe. like the scullery woman or whatever. She's and she's, she's like hitting on the, the the master of the house. Well, Ingrid Bergman's in that, right? Is that the uh, same one? I believe that is correct. Right. Uh, yep, sure is. Wow, Charles Boyer. Yeah. And I These believe that's where the term impressive. gaslighting comes from. But she doesn't even have a screen. Uh, like she's not even like on the credits in the like in the posters. Angela Lansbury. Oh no, she was like bit player. Well, she was tw- Nancy. Uh, she was nineteen. She was nineteen years old. All right. Um, All right. And she's yeah, and she's only in like one brief scene. But I remember when I saw it, and I was like, "Wait a minute! <laughs> I know <laughs> this <that>? person." <laughs> Is that the murder she wrote woman? <laughs> mm-hmm. 40 years before that? Mm-hmm. And it turns out it was. It was. Yeah. Wow. That's some tid- that's a nice little pub yeah, trivia. Yeah, I was I was very shocked. I don't know, but you got a lot of people. I mean, Meryl Streep, Colin Firth, Ben Wishaw, Emily <sighs> Blunt as Mary Poppins. It's a pretty big cast, but right. I am not going to see this movie. I really <laughs> like Emily Blunt. I gotta say, yeah, I like, I like Emily Blunt too. She's she's great, right? I thought she was like one of the best things about that Tom Cruise movie. That was, oh uh, yeah, the, just, the, the, the that was just okay. Day. Yeah, tomorrow right. never arrives. Tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. <laughs> time <laughs> stops never dies. for no, no not that death. Uh, whatever, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> the movie that was named really dumb <clears throat> in America, right? Because it wasn't named what the movie, what the book was named, right? Right. <clears throat> it should have been called Die Another Day, which <laughs> but I that believe was is a or what? Yeah, but yeah. but or you know, rinse, die, repeat, or whatever. <laughs> Julie Andrews, Andrews is not in this movie, though. I cannot believe how much we're talking about this movie that you don't want to see. <laughs> That's how it is. Lex, the crazy, you gotta roll with the really it. Horrible That's... Thing, the really horrible thing is, you know what movie Julie Andrews is in this this winter? Aquaman. Aquaman. No, oh, I was close. <laughs> she was is right. the voice of some something in Aquaman. She's the voice of the Aqua. Yeah. So, sorry about that, everybody. I guess she's just right. doing... I mean, yeah, I, I have to believe anyway. the music in the new Mary Poppins will be good. Um, and my kids will enjoy it at some point. I don't think my kids have ever seen the original. Uh, and I don't care if they do or not. So <laughs> that is, those are my final thoughts on Mary Poppins. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So Lex, you're, you're traveling soon for holiday times for, for post Hanukkah times. And your I, whole family and your whole family's gone. The whole family's going. And, you know, not we, the dog. You know, the dog is staying home to guard be. the house, I'm Correct. assuming. Where we, where we won't be is America. And so before mm-hmm. I tell you about my trips, I do want to tell you this about America. 
America's changing, and with it, we face numerous financial challenges. So prudential and financial wellness expert Alexandra Drain are traveling across America to learn more about the changing financial landscape in a new project called The State of Us. Drain has devoted her career to inspiring people to lead healthier, happier, and more engaged lives. For over 20 years, she's consulted with leaders and influential thinkers. That's almost a a word. For over 20 years, she's consulted with leaders and influential thinkers across the globe. Join her as she partners with Prudential, and they travel across the country talking to real people from the town with the longest lifespan to the town with the highest birth rate to the smallest town in America. Today, fewer than half of us believe we're on track to meet our financial goals. The State of Us works to uncover the challenges getting in the way of financial wellness and teaches us how to combat them. Because while our financial challenges may feel greater than previous generations, they are not insurmountable. To learn more about the financial changes, nope. To learn more about the financial challenges facing America, visit prudential.com slash state of us. That's prudential.com slash state of us. Um, the, okay, so that's, that's America. But yeah, we are all going to Israel. Um, and uh, it's for my nephew's bar mitzvah. Nobody in my family has ever been except for me. Uh, and we'll be there for about a week. Uh, I don't love the flight because the flight is so, so long. Yeah. And that was going to be my question. Over in London. What are your what are your what are your flight plans? What are your uh, <laughs> entertainment, flight number... entertainment and um, yeah, there you go. You know that kind of thing. Uh, I uh, the kids can do as much as they want on the plane, right? They want to watch movies the whole time. They want to play on iPads the whole time. That's fine. I'm sure yeah. they'll be good in seat entertainment. Um, so whatever they want to do is fine. And then there's snacks and watching movies and playing on your iPads. Mm-hmm. So you fly to London. Uh, yeah, we fly into London Heathrow, and then we have a short, um, of a short layover, and then we go from London to Tel Aviv. Man, yeah, fired up, fired up. <laughs> uh, it'll be good. Um, and we're doing some sightseeing. We're gonna go look at various sites in Israel. And then there's been this big debate with my sister and my parents. We're gonna be at the same time. Like, what things should we see? And my parents are like, go see this boring museum. And I'm like, nope, not taking my three kids who are gonna be cranky the entire time from jet lag situations uh, <laughs> to a boring museum. We're gonna do fun stuff. Uh, so we've settled most of those debates. We've got a little agenda. I don't know how well we're gonna stick to it. And it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. But I, uh, the kids are excited. The like I just these days. In, uh, in I have absolutely here. no idea. Hang on. What's the huh. forecast next week in Tel Aviv? We're going to find out from Siri live mm-hmm. on the show, except <laughs> mm-hmm. Siri's going to do that thing that Siri loves doing. Oh, here it comes. Uh, I could have typed it faster. <laughs> uh, next week, it looks like it'll be in the uh, mid 60s, mid to upper oh, 60s. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not that. Perfect. Yeah. 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 Better Are than New did- Jersey, I would imagine. Mm, is there a pool where you're staying also? Uh, no, no. 60s well, I think is we a will go cool to the Red pool, Sea. Yeah, but if you heat that thing up to 85, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing Hank did while while he was homesick yesterday was um at some point he got up and fiddled with the um the thermostat, <laughs> which I wasn't a big fan of because at 3 <laughs> 30 in the morning I, I woke up and it was lying lying there and I was like Man, the heater sounds like it's been on for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I lay there for a little longer and it was still on. And I lay there for a little longer and it was still on. And I was like, I think I know what's going on here. And it's set to 85. I, it's the 81. It was set to 81. <laughs> 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 oh. <sighs> a little warm. Uh, yeah. That's, that's not good sleeping yeah. temperature. 
he gets up and he just like he he's not very careful about like what he puts on. He puts on uh, like you know when it's when it's a day when he's not going to school, he will often just like throw short a pair of shorts and a short sleeve shirt on, and I'm like, dude, it's mm. it's mm. <laughs> it's 41 degrees outside. Yeah, it's something called winter. Yeah, and I'm not cranking the heat up, and but you know, he knows Bro. what the that is. So. <laughs> sweater weather so we had a conversation about that also it's you know you're not saving the environment very much no right yeah 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 i always felt uh when when, before i actually moved in with liz i was always like man it's so hot in here and she'd have the windows open i'm like what is the deal and then i realized heat is provided by the building so there's really no control over the heat because it's all radiant and you can either blow air through the, through it and push it out into the room or not. And on the not days, it can get pretty warm. So you you got to crack a window. And it just took me oh. a long time to get my head around that. Like, it's winter and the window's open. It's wild. It's wild. My, um, my mom, I mentioned this before, but my mom had uh, this thing where she, she believed that you had to have fresh air mm. while you slept. Mm-hmm. All year long. Okay. And so she always insisted uh that we have the windows open. <laughs> like just even just cracked like mm-hmm. in the dead of winter in Connecticut. <laughs> um how was the home heated? It was heated by, you know, an oil furnace in the basement and okay. um the you know, air? central air. And of course she would turn like I mean she would turn the heat all like practically all the way down at night. <laughs> oh god. So we slept in <laughs> I am not making this up. I've, I've told, I'm sure I've told this story before, but I am not making this up. We, <laughs> I slept in and my brothers did exactly the same thing. And I, I learned it from them. I had sweatpants on. Um, yeah. I had a shirt on. I had a night shirt on. And uh, I wore a ski hat. <laughs> yeah. And we grew up like that. And we didn't realize it was weird until we like went to college. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I guess that is strange, isn't it? <laughs> I do not sleep like that anymore. Uh, just just a technical point here. Most furnaces have what's called a, a there's a fresh air vent where they pull in fresh air. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The, I mean, they don't. Like I said, they they don't have that house anymore, much to my chagrin. But uh, so I can't mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah, well, I would think they probably actually. I wonder if that if that furnace is still in there because I remember like the, the like an oil truck used to pull up to the house and fill up the tank. <laughs> um, I haven't Googled this yet. Actually, maybe you guys can help me with the problem. And this is kid related. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. There are a couple of bathrooms in the house. Uh, the girls share a bathroom. They have a Jack and Jill set up, right? So bathroom uh, in the middle between their two bedrooms. Can nice. Is that what that's called? And yep. It's called a Jack and Jill. I only learned that when we bought the house. And Jill and Jill, in this really. case, it's Jill and Jill. Yeah, yeah. but I yeah, got right. there. Okay. So it takes a real long time for their shower to warm up. Mm-hmm. And every shower takes a minute, but that one on the opposite side of the house in the water here, it takes a ridiculously long amount of time. Like you got to turn that shower on and three minutes later, it starts to get warm and then it's hot like four minutes later. That's a long time to just have the shower running empty, right? And I want to know if there are things I can do that aren't ridiculous. Like if, if I... Mm-hmm. I I learned late in life that there are things you can do to adjust the faucet on a given shower or bath or whatever so that it can get hotter. Um, mm-hmm. Like I had to change my master shower so that it could get hotter because it was like peaking too low. 
Uh, I don't feel like that's what it is in this case because it's it's taking long for the heat to arrive. But maybe it is what it, I don't know. How do I fix this? Lex, questions: Is it just a shower or is there a bathtub attached? It's 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 both. It's a dual. Okay. Don't run the shower head first. Run the bath first. Mm-hmm, You're going to pull mm-hmm. more water. True. Right. Just crank the heat. Crank the hot. Let it run into the tub. Gets the temperature you need. Fire up the shower. Let's do a little data there, okay? Let's do right. a little test. We'll give that, that a try. We'll give now, that a try. It still takes a long time. Yeah. You have a situation. It's basically, it's eat. just a long length of pipe that has like a lot of cold water in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's basically got a lot of water left over, I think, because it's yeah. it's the furthest possible. And it's mm-hmm. it's, a, <laughs> it's a lengthier run based on the shape of the house only. <laughs> um, so I, I get it. But like all the other stuff can it's get It's in the west wing faster. of the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> You I know, saw where this was going to pass the past the squash court. Is there a way I wonder <laughs> to like get the pipe to drain when the pressure is all gone? Right when you turn the shower off, no. you get it to drain out the cold. It's not water how water works. It's not how plumbing works. It doesn't work like that. What you do is you, you could, can you get, could you could leave it on at night. Yeah, just let it run. No, yeah. you um you get a. <laughs> I mean, you could leave it on like a trickle. I mean, you you, you know. could. We do that. You we could. do that sometimes to make sure the pipes don't freeze. But. Freeze, right? Right. You could do that. You could, but but the thing is, is hot water can be a little different. Um, the according to my this old house memories from watching this old house, when they the way they solved that problem was, they would stick either a pump to move the water more quickly, or it was like an interim heater that would kind of act as like a warmer for that part of the pipe or whatever. I'm trying to remember if it was just a pump or if it was a pump and heater or there was some return loop and some craziness. If you have radiant heat, this tends to not be a problem because the the water is circulating all the time. Exactly. I have forced hot air. So that's, you know, your house is a piece of garbage because of that right there. Done. Sell it. Move. (laughs) Get out. I love forced hot air. I know people love radiant heat. I know they love it. Like uh, and I love the the water, and uh, and like oh it's moisture, but it always clicked all the time. You don't hear our heat, and I love that. Um, clicked, like the last well, I guess baseboard it, hot water, which it maybe is not the same as radiant. So maybe we're not using these terms interchangeably. Baseboard hot no, no, water, baseboard hot water is that's okay. that's that's. But so the pipes and, heat up. They're constantly heating and cooling from the the hot water going through them. As oh they yeah, yeah. House, so they click, and you would get okay. the clicks. And I hated them. Hmm. Hated them. Well, two houses. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have to tell you there because I didn't experience that with my last, my last. Well, I don't experience that here. What well, what happens here is the building groans when it's time for the water to go, the hot water. <laughs> you hear the building start to say, "Oh God, here it comes, here goes hot water, here goes hot water." <laughs> like any old New Yorker. Yep. Oh God, are you yeah. kidding me? That's what it <laughs> again says. with this. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Or yep. me, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you wake up and just... Uh, That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I wake up at 3.30 in the morning and someone has left the heat on at 81 degrees. <laughs> so, so, Lex, how long... You're, you, when do you actually leave? Are you going to be around for the next week's show? I will not. I'm leaving that day, the day that we would record. Okay. Well, maybe we'll do a secret special edition show. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> or not christmas, or me and most can just special? talk about do a christmas special we could we could do like a uh christmas media special mm, yeah you know like what did you get <laughs> you know what did santa how bring? much do this you will, this will be but this will be before christmas there's no no okay 
I had this conversation with Liz's mother. Um, she grew up and, you know, she's Jewish and she grew up Jewish and, and it wasn't like they're like super devout, but they were Jews. And she always felt kind of left out. And apparently there's a lot of anti-Semitism where she grew up uh, in the Philadelphia area. And I think um, she expressed some stuff and I was like, listen, just so you know, for the record, Christmas to me is not about Jesus. We don't talk about Jesus at all at Christmas time in this house. We talk about fucking awesome presents is what we talk about. It's not about, it's not about that. It's about family, man. It's about family. I was joking about the presents thing. We don't talk about the presents. It's we're very, uh, we're very dour with the, with the gift exchange, but Lex, so it's like, the it's Fast about and family, Furious, man. Yeah. Just like the Fast and Furious. No, no, I'm with you. I was being silly. It was a but joke. You were accusing both Moltz and I of anti-Semitism and I don't, I don't, you know, we're on your side here at least. Well, I don't think you actually felt accused. If you did, I apologize. Um, you don't think I actually felt now you're okay. You're mansplaining me now. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Here I comes Angela Lansbury. All minorities. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was just seeing how big a, big a hole I could dig for myself. Um, the, but so here's where I am. I love Hanukkah. Wait, there's, a, there's a new term for, for instead of gaslighting, we're, gonna, we're calling it hot water piping. <laughs> Radiant baseboard hot water heat. Um, but no, of course you should have a Christmas special. And like knowing what you're planning to get your kids for Christmas or what you did get them. Like we did all eight crazy nights. The kids got a lot of board games, a lot of Harry Potter stuff. Nice. Um, Anya had this one comment where she's like, uh, some family came over and brought her clothes. And it, it was actually a Harry Potter shirt that she already had. And she's like, I don't like, and she said this a couple times. I don't like that Liam gets toys and I get clothes because I prefer toy to clothes, which is true. She's not, doesn't care at all about clothes. She's never been that kind of kid. Um, and uh, it's, it was an interesting observation. Uh, and so we talked about why people do that and like how she could build wish lists and tell people more about what she wants. And then she has a better shot. But like, uh, I, the kids got so many games, some of which they can play by themselves. Like Liam got this one player game board game. It's like uh, you build roller coasters. It's kind of like marble madness. You build a roller coaster and you got to follow the thing and make it work. But like, I'm excited to play these games with them. And they were happy. I think the kids had a good Hanukkah. And like on good. the eighth night of Hanukkah, there was a small fight in the house between oh. me and Lauren. A small one. Because it was the eighth night. And every night of Hanukkah, when it's during the school week, is rushed. Because you got everybody gets home late from their shit. And mm-hmm. then they got to get ready. You got to do the Hanukkah things. And um, then they got to go to bed. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And so this was a later one. But it was also the last night. And the last night of Hanukkah is bittersweet. Because you're like, oh, I wish I would keep getting presents tomorrow. But I won't. And I get it. So the kids open the presents and Lauren's like, okay, you've opened them. Uh, everybody's going to help clean up because daddy and I were doing all the getting rid of wrapping paper and stuff. And we're going to help throw these things away. And they're going to go up and shower. And I was like, or you could play with your eighth night, the Hanukkah stuff that you just got for a few more minutes and I'll take on the burden. And she's like, but they have to learn to clean up. I'm like, they totally do. I don't think they have to learn on the eighth night. Like we can just say <laughs> this is the last night mm-hmm. and they're only going to have 10, 12 minutes. And it's going to mean way more to their lives. I think to remember joyous Hanukkahs, than to mm-hmm. be like, I learned about cleaning up the wrapping paper mess and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, personal responsibility. And, right. And I'm like, because we can teach personal responsibility all the nights of the year that are not Hanukkah. Like there's yeah. 350 some nights. And uh, uh, I would say nobody won. <laughs> I would say that we spent the entire time debating. There's like, okay, kids come to bed. Like each of you throw away one thing and everybody hate each other. And it was fine. But, <laughs> um, you didn't add a, a ninth night of Personal responsibility learning. <laughs> Personal responsibility learning night. Like, it's the putting away of 
things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Sure. I'm joking. No, I'm I am. Joking. I'm. I'm team. I'm team Lex on this one. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, here's here's the thing. I I realized my father was the fun one. My mom, I always thought, was the one who got the quirky things and the funny little gifts, and it was my dad. And I didn't know that until he passed. He passed away, and I was like, "Wait a minute, what? My dad was the fun one. He was the one that got me the very first Magnavox Odyssey. He's the one who bought me the crazy, like, very impractical mini bike-like bicycle that was really hard to learn how to ride on, but it was looked really cool. That's awesome. Hmm. Like, so, you know." That's kind of been my thing is to make it fun. Like, oh, guess what? You're getting a microscope with four trillion slides <clears throat> so we can look at stuff. Yep, doing it. I don't care. I don't care if you don't like it. We I don't care if we look at it 20 minutes on a microscope. That's, that's, I, I regret not doing a microscope. It's awesome. They're yeah, awesome. I can see yeah. why. And we've done a lot of different, you know, we've done a lot of stuff like that, but not, not a microscope per se. And I think now it's kind of too late. Like, I don't think you'd like a microscope at 14, but I'm going to be honest. I got a microscope as a kid. I really liked it. And I probably used it combined for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you did. We had one and I, I used it a lot more than that, but I mean, not, not like it wasn't my favorite thing at all, but it was was great. Lex, 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 Lex. (laughs) Nor did he have video games. I'm just saying it was a different era. It was true. It's true. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it was, was, we got Mm. that and corn. <laughs> and we were happy for the corn. For fun. We Most be like, the corn. we could call this maze for the next five minutes. <laughs> it was actually it was actually livestock corn, but it was still we were so happy to get it. Corn. <laughs> wow. Corn in Connecticut. Talk about taking a turn. That's the name of my Christmas special. <laughs> yeah. John Moltz. <laughs> Apostrophe S. <laughs> It says Connecticut Christmas corn. We, we run corn outside and, and it's just raining. It's you know it's snowing corn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the ending. snowing corn <laughs> do you remember Ren and Stimpy where one of them's going through adolescence and he reads corn magazine no like he's like and he's reading corn and you're like <laughs> and it's like ugh, he's all like being pervy looking at corn it's really funny <laughs> really funny I there's there's one thought that I want to leave you with though okay Jules Suvide helps you make easy weeknight meals and delicious holiday dinners without stress or guesswork cooking with Jules nope Cooking with Jewel is hands-free, so you can relax while Jewel takes care of dinner for you. To get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash Jewel and use the code TTCA to get $15 off for limited time. The advertiser is so nice, we told you about them twice. That's chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E, code TTCA. Jewel, perfect food every time.